Bonefish. What's up, everyone? Bonefish, back at it for a quick little mini pod. Doing an emergency pod episode. Uh, because Defeat is here. I'm Christian. Justin is here with me. And uh, yeah, new track. Well, I guess it's here. It's here and not here. So I guess last week, sometime, certain Animal Collective fans received a little package in the mail. Not us. Not us. Because <laughs> we haven't, I mean, I've never bought anything f- straight from Domino, like I mean, a I record have. anyway. I have. I'm guessing it's like, must be like a fan club or some kind of tier or something, right? I, I don't know. It's Because I've bought stuff from Domino. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the the logic is behind this guerrilla marketing. It's cool. Hint, hint, um, Domino. It's, it's a cool, yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, shower, yeah, so shower us with, with uh, gifts and, and the new 12-inch. So they got so twelve inch. Is defeat on both sides? Maybe. Oh, good question. Yeah, I don't know. We so don't know. it's to to fill people in. Yeah, fans started getting this mysterious vinyl in the mail late last week. It's a Animal Collective recording that clocks in at like what twenty two minutes, uh-huh, something like that. The over twenty, yeah, yeah. Called defeat, which we mentioned on the last pod. There was some. Yeah, rumors at the time that it would be. Did we say it was rumored to be the first single, or we just rumored that it was coming out, or it was on the? New yeah, album? there was some high level source on uh, Collected Animals that um, was saying that called it was like, yeah, it's going to be defeat. Called the time, and then yeah, it started arriving. Yeah, so they've been playing this song since. Well, they debuted it in 2018. Yeah, at the Music Box show in New Orleans, where a lot of these. Time Skiffs era songs began. Yeah. Um, Last pod I said that I wasn't familiar with it, but I was actually wrong because when I listened to it, I recognized that towards the end of the song, I was like, man, this is super, super familiar. I've definitely heard this before. And I looked up the Animal Collective shows I'd seen and they did play it when I saw them at Henry Miller Library in 2019, mm -hmm. which was an awesome show. But they did play it there. You know, I mean, at the time, I probably thought it was like four different songs. I, I, right, I didn't know, but I... I mean, we could break it down next, but um, yeah, and it seems like, according to things like members of the band who said, or, or the consensus is that it's it's not like its own single or EP. It's going to be on on the next album, which is basically the sort of remaining batch of Time Skiffs era songs that they've been playing live over the past few years. Yeah. And there's some really good ones. Um, That's what the chatter is? The like, that it will be on the album? Yeah. That's what that you're I hearing? Think there, I think, uh, like, an announcement is imminent, maybe. I mean, maybe by the time this episode drops, there'll be an announcement, so we have to choose our words or make our predictions carefully. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll try to edit it fast, put it up. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, we, gotta, we gotta drop this hot pod. But because uh, that's interesting. I mean, a twenty-minute song on an album—they've never done that before. Really, anything close so to that is, length? That's what I was thinking. It's definitely the longest recorded Animal Collective song, right? Right. Yeah. And I think maybe one of definitely one of the longest songs. There's period. I mean, Fireworks Live gets up to twenty minutes. Right. What else? Yeah. I mean, uh, this is. Definitely the longest to my knowledge. So that's a first. That's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. If it's on an album, I mean, like, is it going to be a double album? Like, that's like almost an entire side of vinyl, that song. You know, you can maybe fit like yeah. one or two more I tracks think, on the I side. I think there's eight eight other songs okay. besides this one. There's okay. a couple 
couple panda bear songs um, that they that just didn't work for time skiffs mm. that they couldn't do remotely. And this one they recorded. Um, I'm not sure if they did it live. They might have done it live, but it's definitely recorded to tape. Yeah. So I think it'll have like a cool, warm analog feel compared to the whole know, new album. You're saying was yeah, done to yeah, tape? Okay, uh, yeah, cool. sweet. Yeah, and they I think they worked with an engineer, somebody who worked on like a lot of D'Angelo records, who like only works analog. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but I've yeah. only I've only listened to it on my shitty MacBook laptop. I haven't. Oh, you listened. haven't thrown the headphones on yet. I haven't thrown the headphones on yet or listened to it in proper speakers. Um, but uh, well, what are your thoughts on the? What do you think? I thought it sounded pretty faithful to the live stuff. Mm-hmm. There's like some like extra vocal processing sometimes, like on Avian Panda's voices, which is cool. Yeah, I guess people are saying there's strings on it. I haven't really picked up on it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, maybe some maybe some like affected strings. There's definitely. A lot of the softer sort of floatier parts have that vibe of like, you know, there's not like strong like attack on any of the instruments. It's all pretty, mm-hmm. it's pretty like uh, yeah, floaty. Yeah, uh, to me it's pretty faithful to like what they've been playing live, which is really cool because you've been kind of conditioned to hear them play songs live for a while. And then when they come out in their recorded form... They always kind of take you for. Uh, they kind of always surprise you with where they go. Yeah, and this isn't like that. It's just like it's pretty. It much sounds what live. You... It sounds like how they performed it live. Yeah. And are you like well? So maybe what was your reaction when like you first heard some of the live versions? Like because I this is sort of my first. Like I mean, I heard it at a Henry Miller Library performance, but you know that was years yeah. ago. And yeah, I mean, this stuck out to me during the music box shows, like um, when it kind of like picks up and like. Uh, yeah. That I really remembered. I like that. And yeah, I think it was more like kind of like a, it felt like more of like a, like a New Orleans type. Hmm. There was some like kind of like a certain piano that I think isn't there anymore from what I recall anyway. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a journey. The song's a journey. Yeah. Yeah. So like you said, it's like 20 plus minutes. There's like, you know, maybe four movements, depending on how you break it down. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, it, it kind of gave me like Grey's vibes. The first track from Fall Be Kind EP. I just feel oh, like yeah. those kind of like floating synths and mm-hmm. AV like singing in his like, you know, more refined sort of like register. like, mm-hmm. And it just kind of felt like, like I wrote down the words sunrise and gentle floating vibes because it just felt like, yeah, it reminded yeah. me of Grey's like kind of waking up and like, I don't know. And that first phase is like eight minutes long. And then in that yeah. ninth minute, all of a sudden, this crazy buildup happens. Yeah. And like, like, yeah, it's... it's Sounds like somebody's charging at you from a forest or something. Yeah. Like, a, like a group of... And it's so exciting because like with people, animal collective buildups, like you just, you never know what's coming. Like you could have an idea, but there's such a surprising band. And yeah. boy, was I surprised by like the drop of this sort of, I guess you can call it like the main maybe chorus movement in the song. Yeah. Was like, I mean, again, I don't know what I was expecting, but it's, it's wild. <laughs> it's like, it's a, yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, the way this band like primes your expectations and then subverts them is like yeah. one of the things I love most about them. And and I think it's also what makes like the first time you listen to some of their songs or like if you put on an album cold and listen through yeah, just the kind of like the unexpected surprises are 
a really exciting part of listening to it. Mm-hmm. But it, it, that part also weirdly sort of reminded me of Grays too. Maybe yeah. like the just the format of like you know having a longer, slower opening and then taking this left turn. Like the first time I heard Grays when those crazy like pan flutes come in, I, I, yeah, that <laughs> I just was like started cracking up. Ridiculous. And my reaction this time was like pretty, I think, sort of similar. Like, um, yeah, it's. It, it totally catches you by surprise. Um, and then after that movement, it kind of floats back into this more free time. Yeah, um, it gets kind of dark. Yeah, and it, then... Is it now? Yeah, that's and that's the part I remember from Henry Miller Library. It was that like Panda and AV, they're kind of singing back and forth when he's singing like, Defeat, yeah. isn't it now? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think, I mean, the Grays things I already said, but I think this song sort of just gave me kind of that period vibes too, like Meriwether sort of period of like, I think especially the way Avi and uh, Noah are singing together kind of reminded me of, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like sort of choral. It's like very harmonic, but it's before they got kind of like crazy hockety with like the painting with Thera, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of it felt sort of back to like, yeah, Meriwether vibes, like, not just avian panda singing distinct songs, but actually like kind of singing together. Obviously, this is like a quote unquote av track, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. And the ending's sad. It's like I wrote heartbreaking ending. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, but yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's 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 a bold choice for a first single. Well, that's the thing. Like, is it a like I, I guess is this a single? Like, I wonder if this will be like. Or maybe this will have a digital release, or if maybe it's like a little like vinyl only sort of like preview of the album. I think it'd be kind of crazy if it's like their first official single. Or maybe it's like some some labels like will announce a song before saying it's part of an album. Like with the Alex G album, he the Domino um, announced um, that really out there song that sounds like a uh, Woodstock '99 song, and everyone's like, "What is this?" And it was just like everyone thought at the time it was a standalone single. And then he released a second song, which is like way more mainstream or whatever, and announced the album. But huh. but the uh, the first single was on it. Yeah. So maybe it's like, maybe they won't announce, maybe they'll announce this single and then announce the album after that. I don't know, with another single. Yeah. I kind of wouldn't be surprised if like, as they were finalizing this album, they're like, hey, maybe we can't fit this 20 minute behemoth on there. And maybe for that reason, we'll like take it out and give it its own little sort of release. Maybe not. I mean, I, I'm not like I'm not anti it being on the album at all. I just I think like giving it its own vinyl release kind of signals to me like oh maybe this will be a sort of like standalone thing. But who knows? I guess we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Do you like this song? Yeah, I do. I think it's I think it's the beginning is really beautiful. I mean, I think the whole thing's really beautiful. And yeah, sort of sad. I mean, I think. <laughs> The like middle upbeat movement is so like kind of crazy and uh but like pretty memorable. Like it's been kinda in my head. I've been thinking of those like lyrics. What is it? Calling from the calling or maybe crawling from the serpent in the water, the mirror, the what have we become? <laughs> it's like a I don't know, I like mm-hmm. when I was listening to this, I was like I mean, we don't have the official lyrics. I'm just making out what I can, but those lyrics specifically, and I think maybe just like the format of the song sort of made me think that it is some kind of like reflection on like like the evolution of like consciousness or something, or like yeah. <laughs> maybe kind of a sad way. Like, I don't know, the way that you have this sort of formless, kind of like primordial beginning, 
that ramps up into this sort of explosion. Like the serpent in the water is like, you know, it's both like kind of biblical, like serpent, but also just, I picture like a, the eel like swimming onto the beach <laughs> and like, you know, starting to form legs, like the classic evolutionary. And then like the mirror, I don't know, I took to be some sort of maybe like, you know, psychological like advancement, like, you know, like the mirror stage for babies is like they become, you know, when they just start to distinguish something in a mirror as like, at first they think it's something other than them, but then uh-huh. at some point they realize like, you know, it's like sort of like the loss of innocence, like the, mm, like the development yeah. of like self-consciousness That's and then cool. the, what have we become? <laughs> you know, it's just like, damn, we evolved to like a beautiful, but also horrible species that's you know destroying its own planet i mean this is all who knows but this is just kind of what i was thinking listening to and then towards the end you know defeat he's it's sort of like a discussion like av saying like isn't it now and you know you have panda bear lamenting like oh no not now and i don't know like you know it with this reading i sort of see the defeat as like collapsing of like i don't know civilization or something but uh Sounds right. I don't know. That was that's kind of where my mind went listening to it. What do you like the song? What's your what is your reaction to it? Yeah, I like it. I mean, I like the like the the chorus part the best. Yeah, the build up into the chorus. I kind of get like tune out a little bit during the slower parts. Yeah, especially on laptop speakers. I mean, you're not getting yeah, a lot of sonic information yeah. there. Yeah, I also <laughs> should. Yeah, I, I can't wait to give it like a proper listen on on headphones or something. Um, but yeah, even when they played it live, like yeah, it is hard. It is kind of hard to uh, to stay into it. I think maybe a little bit. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Like I said, I mean, I didn't when I saw him in Big Sur. I definitely didn't leave like holy shit. What was that one song? I probably you know thought it was like four different songs. Um, yeah, which is uh, yeah, that's cool. But um, yeah, I wonder if if there'll be any. Like new new songs that we that that we haven't heard, yeah. Um, because I think they have nine with defeat that so, are in this new batch. Ooh. Yeah, because with time skips, I think there was one or two that we hadn't heard before. Yeah. Um, I hope there's there's something new that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of for someone who's less into the live boots as you, it's sort of all new to me. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Um, this has been my approach for better or worse is to. But I mean, I feel like that's why this band is cool. It's like Super. the new album is seeing them live, yeah, for the first time, right? Like I didn't listen to any Boots when I saw them debut these songs in 2019. Well, my friends did, and I didn't like want any spoiler alerts, so right. it just made it that more like oh, exciting yeah, and impactful when I finally did just get to witness it live, yeah, man, and new, you know. And then the album is kind of serves as like the end of that era but this era has been going on for yeah a while now yeah i mean when i saw my when i saw my pitchfork in 2011 and they played like most of uh centipede i was so amped leaving that show because i was like damn this new these new tracks sound amazing i mm-hmm. mean yeah, yeah it's a it's a cool method the way they do it i mean it's it definitely does mess with the like anticipation and yeah, I mean, it can color your reaction to like the studio release, you know. Yeah, if you get really tied to yeah. to the to the live shows, like it, they could really th- throw you for a loop. Like, yeah, I mean, sort I only of a double edged sword. Like, yeah, I only started doing that. Well, that's what happened to me with Centipede. I loved the live songs. Oh, yeah, and then when I finally heard the studio versions, I was kind of like, okay, 
Like that. That's totally like. Yeah. All right. Well, with Meriwether, they like they really cracked this code of like you know Meriwether is such a I don't know sampler based less like direct less live album that nonetheless sounds so alive on the studio version and they pulled off so wonderfully actually live and then centipede yeah like seeing him seeing them play those songs at the pitchfork show you have like panda bear back on a kit and like you know this huge crowd energy is insane and then yeah, yeah. i don't know maybe i mean this isn't a centipede episode but <laughs> there was yeah there was a that definitely colored my reaction when centipede came out i think it also, was just like sure. yeah maybe i don't know what it was the production choices but like the the time skips stuff live I listened to before, and then when I heard the album, I felt like the, it was the opposite. I felt like the songs all improved. Hmm. Yeah, I remember you Tomboy 2 a little bit. I was um, a little thrown off once I finally heard the album from listening to the live boots, but in a good way. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll just add, this doesn't really have to do with the feed at all, but since I brought up that Henry Miller Library show, which I think is one of the best venues in the country, if you ever have a chance to go, definitely do it. I've never seen a show, but I've, I've been at the library a bunch, and yeah, it would be so we cool. We got to pick one, dude. Maybe this fall we can go or something. That'd be awesome. It's like, But anyway, when I was there, I it was like this whole crazy, you know, it's kind of a you have to meet at this off-site place and they like bus you to the library. And now. it's really expensive. It's too. expensive. That's yeah. what me and my buddy were going to do it, but then we're just like, oh, we'll just go see them out in the desert out here. Yeah. Yeah, I bought tickets to that 2019 uh, Big Sur show like like super far in advance. And then between the time of me buying tickets and that show, my buddy announced his wedding for the day before the show in LA. <laughs> But like me and two friends uh, still had these tickets, so we were like up late at this wedding, and then like woke up early, you know, after a couple hours of sleep, drove all the way up to Big Sur for this show. But all that. She spent just one night there. Yeah, just one night. Wow. And blasted back. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I'd recommend. <laughs> yeah. Where did you guys camp? For the show itself. Yeah, we camped there just for one night. And yeah, I mean, the show was amazing. But I remember like waiting beforehand for them. I like got in this conversation with this like older lady. I think she had like grandkids and we were just talking about Animal Collective and she was telling me like about her kids and I was kind of like, she started to say like a couple sort of funny things I had trouble like tracking with and like right around that moment I just like real, I like looked her in the eyes and just realized that her pupils were just like fucking quarters, <laughs> massive saucers. <laughs> she was just like <laughs> blasting fully off, but still having like a very cordial conversation with me. Um, what kind of drugs do you think she was on? Oh, dude, I think she was shrooming hard. I think yeah. she was a uh, yeah, funny little live show memory. I thought <laughs> I'd share. Are you going to any shows this summer? Oh, man. I don't really think I have tickets to much. Oh, I'm seeing Panda Bear in LA uh, with Sonic Boom. Yeah. You said you're seeing him in Baltimore or New York. Uh, yeah, New York. Uh, do you have anything else? Uh, not really. Maybe... Uh... This dude, MJ Lenderman, who's in Wednesday. He's playing at the Lodge Room in August. Oh, nice. Might, might go to that. You said the Wednesday show was awesome. I finally listened to that album. It's pretty good. Cool stuff. Yeah. Cool stuff they recorded. Cool stuff they made and recorded. Cool sounds. Other that, yeah. Just like, keep it local. Yeah, man. Well, let's pick some out. Yeah. Make it a hot boy 
Hot Boys Zoner Summer. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, what do you guys think of Defeat? Let us know. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, take it easy, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey everyone, just one more quick note. After we recorded the episode today, I did some Googling and the Big Sur Henry Miller Library 2019 show that I keep referencing throughout the episode, there is actually an amazing recording of that show online available on the Internet Archive that was uploaded by user Hunks with Guns. It sounds incredible. It's got an early version of Defeat, some different lyrics, and uh, it's also got this beautiful version of No More Running that's got these awesome live drums. And uh, yeah, I'll leave you with some of that. Bonfist. Bonfist.